Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Huff. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Yes, it is time for the myths. We always start musically. Time for the myths. Stop doing music. We got like on the way here. I was like, we can't start musically every single time. It's it's. But I mean, we're not even talented musically, but we like to do it anyway. We're just like, hey, let's start with a rap or a song. Shall we start with a musical? Myths the musical would actually be quite myths good. Myths the musical. Yes, like we're not even twenty seconds in. This is fucking good already. Um, should we do like a summer night? But as I think, no, I think it's like a musical of the Greek. It's like oh, it's, okay, take me for it. You could do like the Odyssey, but like a musical. Be like, what? Song? Well, we haven't done the Odyssey yet. It's spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. what miss have we done? Which can we make into a musical? Uh, I think you could do Theseus and the Minotaur as a musical. It'd take it away, Dan. You'd have King Minos. He'd do like a little like. He, he, he is a falsetto, isn't he? Yeah, he could do his own, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, My daughter is a bitch. I hate her very much. Oh, look, there is this. Yes, he sucks. <laughs> That's good. Uh, do you the Minotaur will have a solo? Just like... I'm the little Minotaur. <laughs> Why didn't he have that voice in the podcast? Uh, he didn't speak in that... He didn't speak, did he? Hey, man. I really... <laughs> I'm really lonely. Oh my god, what are you doing to me? Oh god, you broke my neck. I just wanted to make a friend. I just wanted to make a friend. Why I'm thinking like Barney the Dinosaur. Yeah. Kind of like. <laughs> hey, Theseus. Hey, there's a guy coming to save me. Help. Hey, I'm over here. Oh. Hey, what are you... Oh, no. What? No, 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 no. God, no. <laughs> I'm just trying to hug you. I'm just trying to hug you. Why are you holding string, you faggot? <laughs> what? <laughs> the the Minotaur turns out to be homophobic. <laughs> Wait, that's why Theseus leaves Ariadne. Because he's like, he's, he's, he's in the closet, uh, and uh, or in the labyrinth, so to speak. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 that's very clever. Yeah. Clever as balls. Uh, talking about in Get the, it, bull? A Minotaur is a bull. <laughs> I think this 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 idea has run its course, hasn't it? <laughs> How you been, Matt? Uh, good. Last week was interesting, wasn't it? Uh, Barry and I were just talking about Theseus being in the closet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I, yeah, I forgot last week you um, you may may or not have mentioned how you may or may not be uh, I, gay. I had I'd done some a, thinking the last week. Uh, thank you if you got in touch. Uh, mostly people just tweeting me helplines. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I'm not gay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I mean, I think. What I'm happened- definitely sure. I, you're, I don't think you are. Which is why I was so shocked that you <laughs> mentioned it. Last week. I, but I think it's helped you to think about it. No, right? no, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. And, and a lot of people did mention. Um, and it kind of makes sense if you listen from the thoughts to uh, the current episodes. Is that that people are like? Is this is he is this his way of coming on to Dan? Because like it, it would make sense, wouldn't it? Well, that would make sense if I was gay. Wait, you're not gay? No. But you just sang a musical, Dan. <laughs> That's true. Is that homophobic? That's true, yeah. <laughs> I think it is, but... Hey, it's safe. Well, we did drama, you know. It's not, we know it's not a secret. It's not like yeah. it's... 
Uh, anyway, um, we are going to do something a little bit strange on this podcast, aren't we, Dan? Well, for the, for the first time ever, <laughs> uh, I remind you of the Weird Big Challenge. <laughs> for the first time oh, ever. Oh, wow, they haven't done anything weird so far. What could this possibly be? <laughs> we are actually going to be doing a special today. <laughs> not, not a week, Weird Big Challenge special. It's our first ever two-parter. Yay! It's nice that you're very enthused about this. No, we're doing two parts. Matt, can I... Can I let the... Uh, the fuck, I keep saying viewer. viewer. How do you... This is <laughs> 12 weeks in. How do you not know what this is yet? Uh, the listeners... Yes. Uh, if they're out there. Uh, hi, Mum. Uh, we are going to listen to... Well, we're going to read... God damn it! <laughs> How do you struggle this format, sir? Should we just do a vlog instead? I still don't understand what this is. Every goddamn week. Um... <laughs> It's, uh, fuck it, it's Hercules. There, I said it. <laughs> wow, you really built that narrative, yeah, didn't you? God. You held them with suspense, you yeah. know. The 12 labours of Hercules, and 12 is quite a lot, so we have, uh, well, what we did is Matt got his calculator out, and we did 12 divided by 2. And because I'm very good at maths, it's 6. It's 6. six um, which we have verified with <laughs> many doctors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have verified it is 6, so we are going to do... Uh, part one today will be the first six labours of Hercules. Yes. Episode 13 next week will be um, this part two, well, the other six. Yeah. Um, but the way we're going to do it is that we're also going to uh, rank each episode. So Individually. Uh, in the future, we might be doing a whole series of different um, like specials. Like, uh, um, you know, I don't want to say, but we might be, for example, we were doing Jason and the Argonauts, which, and if that did turn to like a three or four parter, um, like uh, we we would drink each individual part. So, yeah, uh, because we realised that we're getting to the stage where we're gonna have to do some of the the proper big boy myths. Yes, and they're just too big for us to cover um, properly. Yes, in the space of you know sort of fifty minutes. Um, and for the first time ever, um, this is a, a bit of a big step for us. And uh, I hope you are here to um, be there with us in this journey. But we are actually gonna we're gonna actually focus on the myth. Today. today, yeah, it's a big step for us, Dan. Yeah, we're actually going to just read the myth, aren't we? We're actually going to do. We say <laughs> eight minutes in. We say going to keep it tight, Dan. But then Mr. Musical happened, yeah, didn't yeah. And by God, there's a treasure trove now. Like I wish we did that later on. Uh, but anyway, Hercules. We're going to have to. It's quite big, so we'll yes. get into some uh, some first. Well, I don't even know much. This now we're going to have to put. Oh, Disney, the Disney film aside for one second, aren't we? Yes. Um, so the way this works is that um, the Disney film has literally nothing to do with it. There's a lot of inferences from where different bits come along, which I'll keep you informed with, with Matt's Mythology Corner. It's Matt. It's Matt. He's in the corner. Get in the corner, Matt. Not in the closet, because we figured that out last week. We what? do need a... We, do, <laughs> we actually... Uh, we do need to. If anyone can write in with a good lyrics for a, a little jingle section, we can write for Math, Matt's Mythology Corner. And if you don't remember Matt's Mythology Corner, we haven't really coined it yet, but we mentioned it a few weeks ago. Was it? It's basically I've realised that quite often Matt will ha- will go off on his own little. Oh, fun fact! Um, Hercules is actually spelt Hercules because at uh, that <laughs> Sorry, when he when he Hercules does that, spelt like Hercules. <laughs> Fucking bro, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, when he does that, um, we're going to call it Matt's Mythology Corner. I've yeah. decided. Yeah. It doesn't have to have a jingle, but if you could write one, that'd be great, because I can't be bothered to. <laughs> it's nice that we've uh, we've kind of delegated work to uh, the the podcast listeners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, it's it's free to listen, but, you know, you have to pay in different ways. Yeah. Uh, um, um, 
so yeah, so it, this is going to be the, the, the 12 Labours of Hercules, our first ever special. This is part one. Enjoy. Hey there, my name is Matt Huss, and in this link I have an American accent, and I advocate the safe use of missed podcasts. In small doses. So, Dan, do you know anything about Hercules? Uh, Hercules, I actually do know. He is a little like Perseus, in the sense that he is a demigod. He is Zeus's son. Mm-hmm. Zeus uh, had a baby with a, like a mortal woman. Yes, that's, that is correct. Well done. Uh, Hercules is the Roman one, and Heracles is the Greek one. But they're actually the same. Do you know why I hate Dan? It's because I told you that on our production meeting at breakfast, and uh, you just you stole that from me word to word. Well, I think I actually I actually did already know that actually. So did um, you? Yeah, okay then. Well, uh, pray tell the rest of the myth then by yourself without looking at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you are have it right in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, have you ever encountered the Twelve Labors of Hercules? I don't know. I've in the movie, and I know that's the Disney film has nothing to do with it. I, I really don't know what he, what the individual Twelve Labors are, or indeed why he has to do the labors in the first place. Um, For fun, I guess. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> it's, it definitely isn't. Uh, hence, the Twelve Labors of Hercules. Um, but this is this myth is actually. Uh, Jeremy Corbyn does it for fun. Labor. Is that the joke you're going for? Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't really do it for fun, though, does he? He's not like, oh, there'll be a right laugh. Be it, you know, <laughs> running a country. That'd be <laughs> mega lols, you know. <laughs> Nationalising the trains. Woo! <laughs> LOL. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. so this uh, this myth is actually uh, one of the most famous without, um, throughout mythology. And Hercules is a very uh, beloved character within that. And yeah, um, this is where, you know, uh, the term Herculean tasks come from. Because it's a feat of uh, uh, admirable strength and prowess. That is an example of Matt's mythology corners. Yeah. <laughs> All right, are we ready to begin? Yes, I am. Uh, do you want to take it off, Dan? I can. I mean, you're sure. Um, yes. <laughs> Hercules was both the most famous hero of ancient times and the most beloved. Ah. Oh. Zeus, Hercules' father, already knew that, was the most powerful of gods. That meant Zeus could do anything he pleased, but it also meant that, he some- that sometimes Zeus was not a very good husband to his wife, Hera, the queen of the gods. Oh, poor hero. <laughs> Zeus fell in love with... He loves getting around, doesn't he, Zeus? Yeah, Zeus is a... Uh, one. We, he loves the mortal, doesn't he? Yeah, he he get, he get. is a really very immoral character, isn't he? Well, more amoral character. Yeah. He very doesn't care about anything. And uh, he's also a fool in a lot of aspects. Like, uh, And he, uh, yeah, he very much... He he's he's often the cause of many people's misfortune as well, like Pandora and Io and stuff like that. Yeah. Although Io was also because he was sleeping around. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, put your dick away. Yeah. Man. Zeus fell in love with a beautiful Greek woman named Alcmene. When Alcmene's Alchemini, husband, I think. Alcmene. Alcmene. That's literally why they spelt it like that, Matt. Because they've Alchemini. they've got it phonetically next to the name. Alcmene. It's an emphasis on the me, hence why it's capitalised. Alc, me, knee. Alcmene. <sighs> yep, okay, fair enough. Zeus fell in love with a beautiful <laughs> Greek woman named Alcmene. When Alcmene's husband, Amphitryon, that's quite a cool name, Amphitryon. Yeah. Was Tyron. away, yeah. Zeus made. <laughs> When Amphitryon was away, Zeus made her pregnant. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That was he easy. just got straight in there. Straight in there. Didn't like, look about as Zeus. Like, oh, oh, husband's out the door. All right, see you You're soon, Alcmene. I'm off to work. And boom. 
don't know. Mega prank. This made Hera so angry that she tried to prevent the baby from being born. When Alcmene gave birth to the baby anyway, she named him Heracles. The Romans pronounced the name Hercules, so we do today as well. See? I read that last night and I told Dan this morning and he's taking credit for it. What a dick. Yeah. The name Heracles means glorious gift of Hera in Greek. And that got Hera even angrier. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? Uh, imagine that, though. Imagine, like, uh, the mistress of, of a lady and, uh, naming the child she born with the, the person she's had an affair with uh, after... His the, wife. Yeah. yeah. How cheeky is that, That though? is cheeky. Like, that is... Uh, oh, man, that's, that's really taking the, the biscuit. That there. is. But also, just as a side note, we mentioned that Hercules is the Roman name. For the rest of this, we're going to be using Hercules as opposed to Heracles. Uh, so what did Her- uh, Hera do to... Hercules. This made Hera angrier still, as rightfully so. Then she tried to kill the baby by sending snakes into his crib. Okay, I think that's where she lost us. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, you're angry, Hera. That's uh, that's totally... Be mindful of that, man. That's totally okay. Killing the baby isn't your problem, though, is it? Like, uh, no. And sending snakes into the crib as well. But little Hercules was one strong baby, and he strangled <laughs> the snakes. One in each hand before they could bite him. That's the only context where you can get away with saying, Oh, what a strong baby. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, strong baby. Hera remained angry. How, she, how could she get even? Hera knew that she would lose in a fight and that she wasn't powerful enough to prevent Zeus from having his way. Hera decided to pay Zeus back for his infidelity by making the rest of Hercules' life as miserable as she could. I love that, that like how gods they get they hold a grudge so much that for their entire lives they just they don't aim to do anything positive in the world but just smite people who indirectly it, like inconvenience their lives. You know what I mean? Imagine yeah. if you like spilled coffee on a, a god by accident. It's like, well, instead of paying for my dry cleaning, I'm going to make you like. I'm going to spill coffee thing. on you every day for yeah. the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. By coffee, I mean lava. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> When Hercules grew up and he had become a great warrior, he married a lady called Megara. They had two children. Hercules and Megara were very happy, but life didn't turn out for them the way it does in the movie. Hera sent a fitness and madness to Hercules that put him into a, into such a great rage, he murdered Megara and his children. Yeah, definitely not in the movie. <laughs> Imagine in Disney, not in like the movie. Uh, him going a rampaging murderous spree of his, women, his wife and child. <laughs> Just like... Uh, from zero to hero. Oh my god, he's, he's killed his children! Oh my god! Bit of a dark turn into the. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Not so sweet, is it? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he murders his children. Um, and this is a gru- gruesome thing. When Hercules regained his senses and saw the horrible thing that he had done, he asked the god Apollo to rid him of this pollution. Apollo commanded the hero to do certain tasks as a punishment for his wrongs so that evil might be cleansed from his spirit. Apollo had many divine responsibilities. As Phoebus, he was a sun god, and every day he drove the chariot of the sun across the sky. He was a god of healing and music. Finally, Apollo was uh, a god of prophecy. The Greeks believed that Apollo knew what would happen in the future, and that he could advise people how to act. Hercules hurried to the temple of Apollo, where Apollo gave his advice. It was in the town of Delphi, and where and was called the Delphic Oracle, or the Oracle of Delphi. Apollo said that in order to purify himself for spilling his family's blood, he had to perform ten heroic labours. But, you know, I'm not bad at maths here. 
But that number is to be increased to 12 later on. Okay. Okay, before we move on, Dan, how do you think that this as a punishment works? So in terms of, like, uh, do you think it's a fitting punishment? Because Hercules did kill his family, but is it wasn't his fault. Uh, what, oh, well, do you think it was his, his fault? Hero, heroes made him do it. But was, do you reckon it is his fault, or...? Well, it is because he did it, but at the same time, Hera's put a spell on him, hasn't she, to make him go mad enough to kill his wife and kids. But so I feel a bit bad. But what I—it's lo- a bit like pleading insanity, isn't it? Like you did yeah. do it, but yeah, it's not really your fault. But where? Yeah, yeah. What I also love is that, um, like, let's say that Hercules was a real character, a real, real person in, in, in the ancient Greek uh, canon, and but in uh, the gods weren't real. But imagine just being like. So he gets angry. Hercules gets angry at his family one day, murders his wife, kills his kids, and he just goes, "The gods well, maybe do it." it. Yeah. Uh, that's a great excuse, isn't it? And then, uh, oh yeah, th- this other god said, "If I just do some menial work, like paint Bob's fences, that'd be fine." Yeah. <laughs> that's totally okay, then, is it? Uh, <laughs> Although I feel like these labors aren't going to be as simple as doing chores for your neighbour. Yeah, I it's feel not, like they're about to get quite. Yeah, it's, quite uh, it's, it's not like. Uh, Oh, Philip, um, uh, Frank's dishwasher. Uh, put some dishwasher salt in there. Uh. Hercules got even more bad news. Apollo declared that he had to go to the city of Tyrans. The king of Tyrans had Eurystheus. Uh, That's the first time I got something wrong, Dan. Yeah. The king of Tyrans was Eurystheus. Eurystheus had a reputation for being mean. And Hercules knew that that king would give him a tough time. The hero had to serve Eurystheus for 12 years while he performed the labours. There was some good news, though. When the tasks were completed, Apollo said, Hercules would become immortal. Unlike other men, instead of dying and going to the underworld of Hades, he would become a god. So, instead of being punished... He's actually getting rewarded if he does this. Yeah. But I assume they're going to be hard tasks to complete. That's the whole point. True. But then again... He did worry his wife and kids. And he is a demigod, so he's still pretty strong. He's definitely got yeah. more skill. Like he's got more power than he knows he has. Like, would you work? Would you kill your family for a mortal life, Dan? Do you know what, Matt? One hundred. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. No, of course not. Would you like kill one of them for like a bit of like 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 you'll be uh, you can live to like a thousand years old? I don't know if I. You know what? Genuinely, I think a thousand years ago, if you could live for a thousand years, it would be quite fun and worth it. Nowadays, I don't think I want to know what a thousand years in the future will look like enough to live for a thousand years, you know? It's not good, is it? No. Although maybe by the time I'm a thousand, I would actually be able to afford a mortgage. Maybe just, maybe just, well, you know, if if you move somewhere else, like uh, Yorkshire. Uh, So we're going to move on to the first labour. And it's called, Dan... The Nemean Lion. Do you want to say it again? The Nemean Lion. The Nemean Lion. The Nemean Lion. Okay. <laughs> Initially, this is a... Labour labor one. The hmm? Nemean... Chapter one. Uh, should we do like it at Audible? Yeah. Audible presents... The Nemean Lion. Chapter one. Labour one. Initially, Hercules was required to complete ten labours, not twelve, as discussed earlier. King Eurystheus decided Hercules' first task would be to bring him the skin of an invulnerable lion which terrorised the hills around Nemea. Imagine being Eurystheus and uh, Hercules has come to you and goes, what would your first task be? 
you know what? Know that invincible lion. Get it skinned, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, but then again, I, I think that's actually a very practical one, because I think later on it gets very laborious, um, pun intended. Uh, but if there's actually an invincible lion, that's actually, he's actually been quite a good king there. He's actually going like, can you get rid of that, like, kill a lion? Because, like, that'd be very handy for us. Because, if anything, it'd be absolutely a killer for the livestock. <laughs> yeah. In Cleonet, where he stayed at the house of a poor workman for hire, Morocleus. Morocleus. Morocleus, yeah. When his host, so he's staying in a place called Cleonai with a guy called Moloclorus, who's yeah. like this poor guy. He's like his sidekick. Yeah, like, so that's his host for the evening. When his host offered to sacrifice an animal to pray for a safe lion hunt, Hercules asked him to wait 30 days. If the hero returned with the lion's skin, they would sacrifice to Zeus, king of the gods. If Hercules died trying to kill the lion, Moloclorus agreed to sacrifice instead to Hercules as a hero. Do you understand that? I think it's to praise that if he dies as a... If he does well, it, the, the sacrifice goes to the gods, so it praises the gods. However, if he dies, he gets praised. Um, it's like, I think it's got to do with Kleos. Uh, Kleos is a, a, a format in which a, people, if people die, um, they don't mind dying if they get remembered after their death. It's about uh, being a brave warrior and not fearing death. And uh, uh, earning Kleos is one of the biggest things a warrior could do. And I think that's... Uh, so it, when he died, people would remember his name if he... Mm-hmm. That's no, he wants to die a hero. Yeah, uh, it's very cowardly if you retreat out of battle. For example, yeah. you have to be brave, and that's what Cleos says. Okay. When Hercules got to Nemea and began tracking the terrible lion, he soon discovered his arrows were useless against the beast. Hercules picked up his club and went after the lion, following it into a cave which had two entrances. Which had two entrances. Hercules <laughs> blocked one of the two doorways, then approached the fierce lion through the other. Grasping the lion in his mighty arms and ignoring its powerful claws, he held it tightly until he choked it to death. Did he just choke a lion to death? <laughs> He's pretty strong. <laughs> oh, well... That just is... choked a lion out. <laughs> like it was normal. I... Oh, my arrows don't work. Better just get it in a headlock and choke it to death. <laughs> might, like... That's made it sound very simple, if you know what I mean. Just That's like, like when Theseus killed the Minotaur and it was like, he grabbed his horns, twisted, but oh, he's next dead. It's, it's like... Um, it's but like, like if but he's... Tra- they have talked about how strong he is. I mean, he's a demigod. Yes. He's the god of Zeus. He's, he's almost as strong as me. Of, yeah, son of Zeus. He's very strong. Check out those... I could, I, could, I, could, uh, I could choke an ox for these. You could. An oxo cube, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hercules returned to Cleone, carrying the dead lion, and found Moloclorus on the 30th day after he'd left for the hunt. Instead of sacrificing to Hercules as a dead man, Moloclorus and Hercules were able to sacrifice together to Zeus. Wait, so... It's not specifying what it's sacrificing, that's what's annoying me. Uh, I think it's like a goat or something like that. Oh, okay. um, or are they sacrificing the lion? Uh, no, it's an, just like a sacrificial animal, oh, like a okay, goat. okay, okay, okay. Um, but what I like about that, like, I imagine, like... Killing the the lion, choking it out would take about like what, you know, that would probably take a couple of hours that fight, you know. How did it take him thirty days to get back to him? Like, uh, it's like a royal mail. It's obviously quite far away though, isn't it? Namia. Yeah, but you know, you, you had to bring logic to this, didn't you? I uh, did. That's not why I started this podcast for. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to tell my really disturbing home truths about myself. Okay. But Hercules made it back to my. Mycenae. Mycenae. Eurystheus was amazed that the hero had managed such an impossible task. 
The king, be- the king became afraid of Hercules mm. and forbade him from entering through the gates of the city. <laughs> Furthermore, Eurystheus had a large bronze jar made and buried partway in the earth where he could hide from Hercules if need be. <laughs> After that, Eurystheus <laughs> sent his commands to Hercules through a herald, refusing to see the powerful hero face to face. So he's now very... He's intimidated by Hercules to the point yeah. that he can just... He's built a, a large jar to hide in in case <laughs> Hercules comes knocking. Wow. Um, I wouldn't trust a man to be my king who's like, get me a bronze jar which I could hide in. Like, And also, like... Eurystheus must know about his punishment, but and just to be like, no, I'm not allowed into the city, mate. Uh, it's it's very um, he's not a very nice man. It's he's not. But important thing is, he's done his first labour. Yes, boom, killed labor the lion. One, one nil. <laughs> Chapter two, labour two. <laughs> the Nunean Hydra, or the Hydra. The second labour of Hercules was to kill the Nunean Hydra. Do you know about the Hydra, Dan? I do not know. Oh, you're in for a treat, my friend. From the murky waters of the swamp near a place called Liverpool. No. (laughs) (laughs) Called Lerner. The Hydra would rise up and terrorise the countryside. A monstrous serpent with nine heads, the Hydra attacked with poisonous venom. Nor was this beast easy prey, for one of the nine heads was immortal and therefore indestructible. I think I did this film. Now this this actually is in the Disney film, isn't it? The, the, the yes, headed, it is. This nine-headed serpent. That, yeah. However, I believe it starts off with one, and then multiplies. Multiplies, yeah. But However, this is just straight off the bat, nine heads. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I think it's more like. Um, well, my name's uh, the Noon Hydra, and. Uh, I got a bad reputation. Um, uh, <laughs> he speaks like that, don't, yeah. don't have to be so hydrist. The uh, hydra, okay. Uh, uh, we should, we well, should... he managed to choke the lion out. I feel like this is going to be a little bit harder. Imagine if he just choked everything <laughs> out. If, uh, it was just like, like now, I've been watching uh, on Netflix recently, uh, One Punch Man. Have you ever seen that? No. It's an it's a anime, right? And I don't really watch animes, but I watched it on a whim. And my God, it's so funny because it's about this uh, superhero who's overpowered. And these big, it's genuinely one of the funniest things because uh, these big beings from the space are like, I'm the killer of universes, galaxy destroyer, I will defeat you. And this guy goes, okay, and punches him, <laughs> knocks him out. <laughs> it's like, it's so funny. Like, imagine if Hercules did that to every single one. So, yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> it... it it's really funny. You should okay. check it out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Hercules set off to hunt the nine-headed menace, but he did not go alone. His trusty nephew, Aeolus, was by his side. Uh, would you really... Bearing like he just murdered his family. Do you really want to bring other family members <laughs> along? Like, he didn't mean to. That's the whole point. You know yeah, I mean? but how awkward is that going to be? Like, yeah. oh, hi, Aeolus. Um, Christmas cards are going to be a bit of a short list this year, my friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Your cousins are dead. Uh, I murdered them. <laughs> now help me come and kill this monster. <laughs> he is a very irresponsible adult, isn't it he? Aeolus, is. <laughs> who shared many inventions with Hercules. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hercules, what else have you been up to? Aeolus, who shared many inventions with Hercules, accompanied him on many of the twelve labours. Legend has it that Aeolus won a victory in a chariot racing at the Olympics and is often depicted as Hercules' charioteer. So, the pair drove to Lerna and by the springs of Aminmoni, Am- Aminmoni, 
Uh, they discovered the lair of the loathsome Hydra. First, Hercules lured the coily creature from the safety of its den by shooting flaming arrows at it. Once the Hydra emerged, Hercules seized it. The monster was not so easily overcome, for it wound one of its coils around Hercules' foot and made it impossible for the hero to escape. <laughs> Can we actually do I like the sound effects system. With his club... <laughs> with his clap... <laughs> uh, Hercules attacked the many heads of the Hydra. <laughs> oh, it really hurts. Uh, but as he smashed from the heads, two more would burst forth from his place. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. <laughs> To make matters worse, the Hydra had a friend of its own, a huge crab. <laughs> a huge crab began biting the trap foot of Hercules. Under the sea! Sebastian, Under no! The, sea. <laughs> the Hydra is actually the Little Mermaid, it's Ariel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't... So wait, wait, so he's... Every time he chops off one of the heads, well, he clubs, two, the... clubs a head, two more grow. Yes. And then, to make matters worse, um, this giant crab has now yeah. come out of nowhere. Also, imagine, like, Hercules, like, yeah, I've got my nephew with me. He uh, rides a mean chariot, and the Hydra's like, I've got a massive crab monster. Like, <laughs> I know who I'd back in the fight. Quickly disposing of this nuisance, uh, most likely with a swift bash of his club, Hercules called on Iolus to help him out of this tricky situation. Each time Hercules bashed one of the Hydra's heads, Iolus would held a torch uh, on the headless tendons of the neck. The flames prevented the growth of the replacement heads, and finally, Hercules had better of the beast. Once he had removed and destroyed the eight mortal heads, Hercules chopped off the ninth immortal head. This he buried at the side of the road from Lerner to Elias, and for good measure, he covered it with a heavy rock. Uh, Bear is it's an immortal. Oh, he's immortal, yeah. yeah. So he's just like, ah, I'll just bury it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> just it. Uh, that's going to be an awful shock for someone who lifts up that rock. As for the rest of the hapless Hydra, Hercules slit open the corpse and dipped his arrow in its venomous blood. Eurystheus was not impressed with Hercules' feet, however. He said that since Aeolus helped his uncle, this labour should not count as one of the ten. Which, you know, this is... That's harsh, a bit of a dick move. It is. And like, imagine that like, killing an immortal thing. And like, well, technically, you know, he didn't do it to the time limit, so... Yeah. This technicality uh, did not seem to matter much to anyone else. The ancient author still gave Hercules all of the credit. Even so, Pausanias did not think that this labour was as fantastic as the myth made out to be. To him, the fearsome Hydra was just, well, a big water snake. I mean, I love how it kind of undercuts itself at the end. Stupid, yeah, Pausanias. He's just petty, yeah. What? (laughs) Pausanias. Next one. So good on him, but it's not kind of, I didn't see anything in the stipulation at the beginning that said that he couldn't do these things. He had to do it on his own. I, I, I find that Eurystheus is definitely moving the goalposts like every single time. <laughs> it's like, nah, that didn't count. It's like, what are you benefiting from? You're getting like free labour here. Man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but, so technically he's done two, but we're only, he's only counted this as one. Yeah, so but for the purposes of the 12, it's, he, he's done two. So he needs, I think the, the thing is he needs to achieve ten. On his own, yeah. Uh, he needs to do ten in total. However, the um, uh, so that's why he does twelve. Um, 
But who knows what might, what might else happen. Yeah. Anyway, Labour 3. How the fuck do I say that? Let's give it a go. Labour 3. Chapter 3. The Hind of Cernia. Diana's pet deer. I think you have to say that uh, so it's the Hind of Cernia. Cernia. And, um, and I love it how it says Diana's pet deer because uh, it sounds a bit like a very Geordie. Ah, Diana's pet deer. Like. Diana's pet deer. The Hind of Cernia. Cernia. Labour 3. For the third labour, Eurystheus ordered Hercules to bring him the Hind of Cernia. Now... Before we go any further, we'll have to answer two questions. What is a hind? And where is Serenia? <laughs> that isn't Dan asking that, by the way. That's the, the myth. Yeah. And, uh, and also, it's dead to say in the title, Diana's Pet Deer. I think we can guess what a hind yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Serenia is a town in Greece, about 50 miles from Eurystice's palace in Mycenae. Yeah, cause that, that's helpful. Cause we're in that, that fictional place. Yeah, yeah. Wait, about 50 it? miles out, so it's not crazy far. And a hind is simply a female red deer. I love how it sets up the question so vigorously. It's like, we have to answer these things. Just a red deer, just mate. Just a red deer, mate, yeah. <laughs> and that's just a town 50 miles away from the palace that Eurystheus and Hercules are in. You'd think it would have been easy for a hero like Hercules to go shoot a deer and bring it back to Eurystheus. But a few problems made things complicated. This was a special deer because it had golden horns and hooves of bronze. Not only that, the deer was sacred of the goddess of hunting and the moon, Diana. Diana was Diana's special pet. Say it like a Geordie. Diana was... This was Diana's special pet. Why, a man? That meant that Hercules could neither kill the deer nor hurt her. Neither. He couldn't risk getting Diana angry at him. He was already in enough trouble with Hera. Um, also, just before we carry on, Diana is obviously um, the goddess Artemis. However, Diana is the Roman version. And what this is doing, actually, is mixing both the uh, Greek with the Roman names, which is... Um, it's, mixing, it's, it's, it's using the names that we just mo- know most common, well, is it not? I'd argue, Be it Roman or... Well, I guess Diana is... Because I, I know more about Diana than I do. Oh, I would, I would say Artemis is more. Oh, would you? Okay. But that's just me personally. Because I'm a fucking lame <laughs> That's Connor! Hercules set out on his, this adventure and he hunted the deer for a whole year. What? Christ, Hercules. Jesus Christ. At last, when the deer had become very weary with the chase, he looked for a place to rest on a mountain called Armatisius, which is, I guess, where we're getting the word. Uh, yeah, because Armatis. <laughs> and, and then made her way to the river La- Laden. Realising that the deer was about to get away, Hercules shot her just as she was about to cross the stream. He caught the deer, put her on his shoulders and turned back to Mycena. As Hercules hurried on his way, he was met by Diana and Apollo. Uh-oh. So he's taken a year, he's finally killed the deer. Yeah. Is he basically just been, she's just been that hard to hunt that he's been hunt, like searching for it for a year. But would, I couldn't be fucked to do no. it for a whole year. He's got like, it, hasn't he? I, I can't even be bothered. To, you know, like on Netflix, if it gets stuck in 35%, I can't be bothered to wait more than like, like a minute for it to load, if you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's, that's how millennial I am. Diana was very angry because Hercules tried to kill her sacred animal. Um, may I just point out, he has been chasing her for a year and she hasn't given a shit. She hasn't battered an island yeah, this whole time. Yeah. And it could have made it a bit easier for him, in all fairness, to be like, ah, just don't, just saved in it, it's fine. Diana was very angry because Hercules had tried to kill her sacred animal. 
She was about to take the deer away from Hercules, and surely she would have punished him. But Hercules told her the truth. He said that he had to obey the oracle and do the labours Eurystheus had given him. Dana let go of her anger and healed the, deer, the deer's wound. Hercules carried it alive to Mycena. Ah, oh, so she let him off. Yeah, but what did they do with the, the deer afterwards? Because I assume Eurystheus is like, kill it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or keep it as a pet, which he's, Diana's not going to like. Yeah. Also, the pattern is, and I'm sure this will carry on, it's like, oh yeah, you see that impossible thing? Catch it. Uh, like you, There's no imagination to it. It's just like, catch an, another animal now. It's like, come on, mate. At least do something a bit different. Like, um, be an interior de- designer or something like that. Do something hard for Hercules. Well, he's killed Sudoku. the lion. He's killed the hydra and the lobster. And now he's ki- now he's caught a deer. I wonder if the next thing will be uh, something he has to catch. <coughs> Labour 4. Chapter 4. The Irmantian Boar. Didn't he's going to catch a boar, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Well, no, he's going to actually <laughs> bore it to death. <laughs> <laughs> For the fourth labour, Eurystheus ordered Hercules to bring him an Aramantian boar alive. At this point, Hercules, I would, if I was Hercules, I'd be right pissed off at um, uh, Eurystheus. He'd be like, you always get you another animal. Like, <laughs> what, what are you doing with these things? Like, <laughs> and it, it takes me a year to find it, you know. Now, a boar is a huge wild pig with a bad temper, with tusks growing out of its mouth. Um, it, you can't actually tell, but Dan actually, um, he is a bit like a boy. He has tusks growing out of his mouth. Um, that's why uh, he can't say any of the Greek words. He, uh... Yeah, that is fact. Yeah. <laughs> this one was called the Aramanthian boar because it lived on a mountain called Aramantheus. I see what they did there. It's clever. Yeah. <laughs> Every day, the boar would come crashing down from his lair on the mountain, attacking men and animals all over the country, gouging them with its tusks and destroying everyone on its path. It's literally like a war pig, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a war pig, yeah. Oh my god, we've been terrorised! What is it? <laughs> is it a hydra? Is it an invincible lion? No, it's an angry pig! No! <laughs> so I did the pig noise too. Yeah, thank you. Um, oh, we couldn't do a deer because I don't know what noise a deer makes. Okay. They make quite weird noises, don't they, deers? Yeah. I didn't do any sound effects for your one. Can I do? I need to do more for yours. Well, I'll do the pig for this one. Please continue. <laughs> and for the rest of the podcast, <laughs> you sexist. Uh, uh, on his wait, uh, on his way to hunt the boar, Hercules stopped to visit his friend Pholus, who was a centaur who lived near it, who lived in a cave near Mount Eurymanthus. Everyone knows that the centaur is a human from his head to his waist and a horse for the rest of his body and his legs. Hercules was hungry and thirsty, so the kindly centaur cooked Hercules some meat in this fireplace while he ate himself meat raw. I thought for a minute there, like, uh, he's like, Hercules was hungry and tired. So, he went to his friend Pholus and ate <laughs> him. <laughs> this is not, this is our first centaur. We haven't had any centaurs in any of our previous myths. Yeah, and actually, um, Pholus is an interesting one, and I'm not sure, uh, I believe there's another... Um, centaur called Chiron who is a very um, he actually t- was a teacher of Achilles and he uh, Chiron is very knowledgeable very um, he's an artist uh, and both him and apparently Pholus are uh, two examples of centaurs being nice the rest of them uh, centaurs are seen as being rowdy and being very uh, argumentative and very 
uh, get into fights and stuff like that. Larry, you know, okay. yeah, like, yeah. Um, um, so this is a, a nice example of a nice centaur. centaur yeah. You know, don't judge all centaurs by a stereotype. Yeah, okay? I won't. When Hercules asked for wine, Pholus said that he was afraid to open the wine jar because it belonged to all the centaurs in common. But Hercules said not to worry and opened it himself. So he just he helped himself to the centaurs wine. Well, yeah. Soon afterwards, the rest of the centaurs smelled the wine and came to Pholus's cave. They were angry because someone was drinking all of their wine. Um, I I love that. Like Hercules, instead of just having a bit of wine, he's drinking. The All entire of wine supply. The first two centaurs who dared to enter were armed with rocks and fir trees. And Hercules grabbed burning sticks from the fireplace and threw them at the centaurs and then went after him with his club. He shot arrows at the rest of them and chased them for about 20 miles. Uh, the rest of the centaurs uh, fled in different directions. Funny, I should mention my, my point earlier. One of the centaurs, Chiron, received a wound that no amount of medicine would heal. But what had happened to Chiron is another story. So that's fun. I didn't actually know that was in, in there. So, uh, so he's hurt a centaur, basically. A very kind centaur. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, Hercules is a bit of a dick there. Because also his insanity, which he killed his family with, is showing there. Because essentially he just got pissed. And the sensor's like, can you not do that to all Yeah, wine? can you put the wine back, please, mate? And he's like, oh, fuck you. And starts like, fine, yeah. yeah. Like, he's not a good guest. Imagine Fulis being like, oh, my God. He's just, he's ruined that dinner party. Uh, come down with me, Tana. Give me a, a poor rating. While Hercules was gone, Fulis pulled an arrow from the body of one of his dead centaurs. He wondered that so little a thing could kill such a big creature. Suddenly, the arrow slipped from his hand. It fell on his foot and killed him on the spot. So when Hercules returned, he found Pholus dead. He buried the centaur friend and proceeded to hunt the boar. Because he's got the poison, hasn't he? His arrows are covered in the poison of the the Hydra. Which is sad. He just killed his friend. By accident, but still. He's killed all his friend's friends, which is pretty dickish. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't got a great track record. I'm not liking Hercules in this one. Yeah. I think he's... Very st- too strong, if anything. It wasn't too hard for Hercules to find the boar. He could hear the beast snorting and stomping around <laughs> as it rooted for something to eat. Hercules chased the boar round and round. <laughs> Hercules chased the boar round and round the mountain, shouting as loud as he could. The boar, frightened and out of breath, hid in a thicket. Hercules poked his spear into the thicket and drove the exhausted animal into a deep patch of snow. Then he trapped the boar in a net and carried it all the way to Mycenae. Um, Eurystheus, again amazed and frightened by the hero's powers, hid in his partly bronze uh, jar. Hid in his jar. What? This guy is so fucking strange. He's so strange. I'm going to create a voice now for Eurystheus. Do a a dramatic monologue. But he's a weirdo. So he's like... Oh, thank you, Hercules. Thank you for bringing me the boar. But you're so powerful. I'm so scared of you. Ah, let me hide in my jar so you can't hurt me. He sounded like Tim Curry there. That was really yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. He, he's def- Tim Curry's going to play that actor. So, so um, this is actually... This next uh, Labour is one of my favourites. So, I think either... Or a Jim Broadbent. Like, you know, like a... Like, he's a king, so he's got quite a powerful voice. But he's really... Um, kind of scared of Hercules yeah. too. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, thank you, Hercules. Do this for me. Oh, I'm scared of you. Please don't hurt me. Yeah. Labour 5. Chapter 
The Orgean Stables. The Orgean Stables. Perfect. The Orgean Stables. Hercules cleans up. That sounds like a, a headline tape. Uh, uh, the Orgean Stables being their newspaper and Hercules cleans up. For the fifth labour, Eurystheus ordered Hercules to clean up King Orgea's stables. Hercules knew this job would mean getting dirty and smelly, but sometimes even a hero has to do these things. Then Eurystheus made Hercules' tasks even harder. He had to clean up after the cattle of Aegeus in a single day. It's quite clear that Eurystheus is like, ideas here this quite is too easy, yeah. <laughs> it's like you're just like uh, do you fancy just cleaning my mate's stables like I just killed an invincible being and I've captured wild and mythical beings just clear up Fred's stables yeah. that's alright mate there's no more things in the land now King Aegeus owned more cattle than anyone in Greece some say that he was a son of one of the great gods and others that he was a son of a mortal whoever son he was Aegeus was very rich and had many herds of cows, bulls, goats, sheep, and, spoiler alert, horses. <laughs> every night, <Hot> twist. <laughs> every night, the cow herds, goat herds, and shepherds drove the thousands of animals to the stables. Hercules went to King Aegeus, and without telling him anything about Eurystheus, said he would clean out the stables in one day, if Aegeus would give him a tenth of his fine cattle. Aegeus couldn't believe his ears, but promised. Hercules brought Eugeus' son along to watch. <laughs> you, watch this. First, the hero tore a big opening oh. in the wall of the cattle yard where the stables were. Then, he made another opening in the wall on the opposite side of the yard. Um, there's a thing we need to mention here, which um, this might be from my memory, but from what I know, that one of the things that made this even harder was that it hadn't been clean, cleaned out for 30 years. Uh, this is a thousands of animals shit for 30 years. Oh, I see. It's like really like, fuck. Yeah, like really messy. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, I don't know why you even have a farm if like, you're not going to clean it up if you don't mean the shit everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, also, I love that Hercules has been a bit of a player as well, being like, oh, uh, he's, he's had to come here anyway, but he's also like, not told him why he's here. Yeah. Give me a 10 feet cattle and I'll uh, clean this bad boy up. To be honest, I think King Aegeus would be like, to be honest, mate, I just take them because I, I there's so much shit. Like, I didn't know I have to, I, I have to feed them so much. A thousand animals. Like, how much do you think I'm worth? Like, like imagine trying to deal deal with all that. It's mental. So he opened up a, a massive. So he opened up a massive wall on the opposite side of the yard. Next, he dug wide trenches to two rivers which flowed nearby. He turned the course of the rivers into the yard. The rivers rushed through the stables, flushing them out, and all the mess flowed out of the hole in the wall on the other side of the yard. When Aegeus learned that Eurystheus was behind all this, he would not pay Hercules his reward. Not only that, he denied that he had ever even promised to pay a reward. Aegeus said that if Hercules didn't like it, he could take the matter to a judge to decide. The judge took his seat. Hercules called the son of Aegeus to testify. The boy swore that his father had agreed to give Hercules a reward. The judge ruled that Hercules would have had to be paid. In a rage, Aegeus ordered both his own son and Hercules to leave his kingdom at once. So the boy went to the north country to live with his aunts, and Hercules headed back to Mycenae. But Eurystheus said that this labour didn't count because Hercules was paid for having done the work. So it's another. This is the second of the ten labor of the twelve oh, labors be, that he's not counting. You'll be covered in shit, and they're like, "You fucking what, mate?" 
So the first he didn't count because he had help. Yeah. And this he's not counting as a labour because he's been paid for it. So it's been yeah. paid work yeah. rather than just something he has to do. Also, this is... A an, chore. This is another example of Hercules breaking up another family as well. Like, he, he is a homewrecker, you know? He is. And we've got a final um, labour for this section. Labour 6. Chapter 6. The Stymphalian Birds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, birds. After Hercules returned from his success at the Aegean stables, not really that much of a success, I would argue, Eurystheus came up with an even more difficult task for the sixth flavour. Hercules was to drive away an enormous flock of birds which gathered at the lake near the town of Stymphalos. Arriving at the lake, which was deep in the woods, Hercules had no idea how to drive the huge gathering of birds away. The goddess, Athena, came to his aid, providing a um, a pair of bronze crotala, noise-making clappers similar to castanets. <laughs> Hercules, this is your most fearsome task to date. Here's some castanets. Maracas, go for it. <laughs> did, 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 did. Also, like, just clap loudly or yeah. shout at them. Like, like he's obviously a deranged man. This is not a hard job for him. Yeah. I imagine him just being shouting at birds in his free time anyway. Just yeah. like, you left me, Megara! There were no ordinary noisemakers. They had been made by an immortal craftsman, Hesphytus, the god of the forge. Climbing a nearby mountain, Hercules clashed the crotala loudly, scaring the birds out of the trees, and then shot them with a bow and arrow, or possibly a slingshot, as they took flight. Um, some versions of this legend say that Stymphalian birds were vicious man-eaters. The secondary century AD travel writer, Cynical Pausanias. Yeah, the guy from earlier. Trying to discover what kind of birds they might have been, wrote that during his time, a type of bird from the Arabian desert was called the Stymphalian, describing them as equal to lions or leopards in their fierceness. He speculated that the birds Hercules encountered in this legend were similar to these Arabian birds. Pausanias also saw and described a religious sanctuary built by the Greeks of Stymphalos and dedicated to the goddess Artemis, or Diana. It's, it's weird how it changed between yeah. the two. He reported that the temple had carvings of the Stymphalian birds up near its roof. Standing behind the temple, he saw the marble statues and maidens with the legs of birds. And that ends there. I hope you enjoyed. So he's killed the birds, basically. He's basically, made a noise. We're going to assume that he's made that. That is, the, He's got that as a labour. He's I, done that. I assume all's fine. Eurystheus is in his jar. He's <laughs> a giant man eating birds. Yeah. He's just scared them away. And killed them. Very run-in-the-mill one, isn't it? It is very run-in-the-mill. Anyway, we're going to go straight into the judgmental section, by which I mean the outro. So, Dan, what did you think of the, the first part of Hercules? Uh, pretty good. I feel a bit sorry for him. Obviously, he's having to do it because he killed his wife and kids. <laughs> he's happy. He's ecstatic to do it. He's like, finally... Uh, I think it's a bit harsh that um, two out of those six he didn't even get credit for. Yeah, which he definitely should have, right? Because now, now I understand that he... We know it as 12 labours of Hercules, but actually he was only ever meant to do 10. He just ended up doing two extra because yeah. Eurystheus was he, a bit he, of a petty He failed, asshole. yeah. yeah. Uh, I find it... Actually, um, I, I think the most admirable thing about this myth so far is that Hercules is neither a good nor an evil figure, and he has... 
good and bad qualities. He's he's actually he's technically a hero, but he's actually more of an anti-hero. If you he know. is, yeah. Uh, he's um he's a massive dick in a lot of aspects. Yeah, he's not that great actually, though. He is as a human. I mean, he killed all those centaurs because he was drinking their wine. Yeah, which isn't which they didn't want him to. He's broken up that guy's family. Mm. He's, I mean, although that own. son maybe is the you know to be fair, he stuck up for him. Um, he's killed his wife and kids. Mm-hmm. He's making his nephew do all this. <laughs> um, so, uh, in, if this is the first time you're listening to us, we we rank uh, each and every episode along four categories and mark it out of ten. We have life skills, practical lessons that we learn and can apply to our normal life, morals, the ethical things that we learn, creativity. Uh, how innovative the myth is and how uh, uh, unique it can be. And the WTF factor, which kind of says, what the fuck just happened? And we mark that out of 10. So, Dan, let's start with life skills, as we always do. Um, let's talk about the things what happened, because there's a lot to kind of digest here. Okay. Let's go. So, we learned how to um, murder a family. <laughs> yeah. We learned how to uh, avoid murder charges by saying it's a God's fault. We know we yeah, we learn how to inefficiently try to kill a baby by sending snakes into the crib. Yes, good one. Uh, we learn how to uh, uh, really stick it to your um, to your, your cheating uh, uh, wife by just naming your child after the your, your yeah. other mistress. We learn you can build a jar, put it in the earth, and yeah. hide it. <laughs> we learn how to get free labour, which is we learn how to get free labour. We know how to clean up stables of a thousand. Let's do this in order because okay. I think. All right, jeez. Uh, so first task we uh, we learnt which was the uh, lion. Yeah. We, we learnt how to choke a lion. <laughs> we learnt how to choke out a lion. That's true. <laughs> which I think we're going to use after this podcast. Yeah, actually. we learnt how to choke out a lion. That's true. We also uh, we also learn how to skin it, and we also learn second one. We learn how to uh, cauterize wounds, and also how to kill immortal beings. How to kill? Yeah, how to kill the hydra. Um, also learnt how to deal with crabs. Yeah, we all learn how to put arrow and um, venom on an arrow. We'll learn how to kill our how 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 to kill our friends and also how to not behave as a guest as well. Yeah, that's true. We learn how to not yeah. That's true. Yeah, we learn uh, how to be a learn dick. how to catch both balls and deers. Um, yeah, we learn how to track a deer. We learn how to kill a boar. Clean the stables. Clean the stables. We learn how to scare away birds. Yes, and also how to um, use the mar- maracas as well. Yeah, we learn a lot actually. This is a strong one. This is possibly uh, this is one of the highest life skills um, could be. This could be on par with Daedalus and Icarus. So, what number are you thinking? In my head, I want to say nine, but there's no reason why we can't give a ten. I don't. We learn a lot. I because th- there's so much content there, and it's all varied as well. It's not like just it's mechanical. different stuff. Yeah. I think it might be 10. Yeah, because Daedalus, that's the reason we gave it 9, is because yeah. it's all the same kind of thing. We're going for it, 10. Fucking hell, man. That's mental. It's going to be quite a high one, I think. Uh, morals. Take us... Um, so, we... I think a lot of that is covered. Like, killing... Uh, well, a lot of, lot of it's killing-based, isn't it? In yeah. Fact, um, we learned how to... Uh, it's obviously, you shouldn't kill family. Um, and it's about punishment and retribution. Yes. What you get yes. for doing that. Um... Yeah, the rewards of doing this labour. Uh, we also learnt that uh, how Eurystheus is a mean king as well. Like, yeah, uh, he's he's the evil one in all of us. Yeah, as well. yeah. Um, he's petty, isn't he? Yes, it's also it's all to do with respecting the gods as well. It's about um, that piety with Diana and uh, Apollo. Yeah. Um, 
I uh, what else as well? I, uh, Morals as well. How to go about sleeping with someone else's husband? Yes. Don't name uh, your. Don't name the kid after. Uh, also, uh, learn how to be a good person and um, to uh, be sharing because he uh, Hercules didn't share and ended up killing people as well. Yeah. I think morals is decent, but not crazy. Always stand up for yourself, like his son. Yes, Jesus yes, son, yes, yeah. Um, stood up for him in court and said, hey, he did actually promise Hercules. But also, uh, we learned how not to be cheeky, because it can be backfired. Because he tried to get a tenth of the uh, thing he yeah. uh, And uh, obviously, that he had to do another one yeah. out of that. We learned to respect, yeah, like respect guests. The centaurs, that's big morals. Uh, I think it's, uh, yeah, respect how to... Um, be a house guest, yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, it's respecting other people and civilization as well. Each moral wasn't crazy. It's not like other myths where it's been like a real big moral. Yeah. But there's lots of little ones in this. Yeah, I'm thinking about a six. Oh, I was going to go like a seven or eight. Because um, we just described a lot of morals just then. Yeah, um, but I don't think... It, there's not a big... Some of them have a huge overriding most, moral that... Mostly it's kind of like, don't kill or don't be a dick. Um, yeah. I would say... Uh, seven. Seven? Seven. Cool. Oh, this is high already, man. Creativity. Well, Very creative. You can't knock that. Not, I mean, there's a lot going on in that. Yeah. I mean, we have... Well, we've got him choking out a lion. Just the concept of a lion rampaging mm-hmm. of a boar that lives in a mountain. The hydra and the lobster and the crab. Yeah. That's really quite... An, yeah. The idea... Of, having a nephew. Having a nephew. <laughs> <laughs> um, a sacred deer. I mean, its hooves were made of bronze and it's... Yeah. Each one is different. I mean, there's a certain template to each one. There's a lot going on. Man-eating birds that are terrorising civilians. Like, and also stuff like cleaning out the stables, which has been dirty for 30 years. But That's... the way they did that was, yeah. Yes, and how he solved that problem as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... Was... We would expect this to be high anyway going into this, because it is, you know, it's yeah. like it is just... Um, maybe like an eight or something like that? I think an eight. Because I think I really enjoyed this because this to me is what I think of Greek and Roman th- yeah. like, like theology. This is to me mythology, like crazy elaborate stories of yeah. the gods and animals and creatures. And, do you know what I mean? That's what we like, and this is what it had in abundance. And talking about having stuff in abundance, let's talk about the WTF factor because there's a lot. To... Yeah, <laughs> murdering family, um, naming a baby after your mistress. Yeah, yeah. Your, that's yeah. messed up. That is Where's messed it? up. I, I guess um, doing 12 labours and being shitty about it when you're just not being technically... I mean, how would you feel actually having... So, say you have a wife and she... <laughs> Good one. Yeah, yeah. It's 2042. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, you, have, you have a wife and uh, you... She cheats on you with another guy called David. Dan. And she names... The, she has a son and she names it after him. How would you feel? That is a Wait. kick in the teeth, right? Because that's essentially what she well, yeah. did. Yeah. Oh God! Uh, yeah. Oh, you. Yeah, I would murder her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've already known her for a couple of minutes. Well, but... you heard it. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> oh, that's definitely going to be played at the trial, isn't it? Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, WTF. So that's pretty messed up. Um, we again, a lot of stuff we discussed, like a, a pig terrorizing a village. A pig uh, terrorizing a village. Yeah, the centaurs. Uh, yeah. I think what it's... I like about that sort of thing is the mythology. What I like about Greek is. He could have just stopped off at a friend's yeah. and had some wine and it all kicked off. But because it's Greek mythology, they they couldn't just to have it just be a normal neighbour next door. It had to be like centaurs in a mountain yeah. and it didn't have to just be wine. It had to be like all of the wine. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's so excessive. Yeah, like, everything's like crazy. Excessive. Yeah. Um, 
I would say that WTF it actually WTF his friend picking out the arrow and dying is pretty yeah, messed up yeah he accidentally killing his friend yeah I would say it's not I don't think this side is totally crazy. I think there's more crazy stuff in the second section um, but I don't think w, I think T, WTF is like not as big as the rest of them personally but I, I think maybe like a 6 I think a 6 because we've had some real because I think it's not messed up as the rest no but you got we've got to base them off the other ones we've had I mean yeah. look at some of the We've still got Juno still the most messed up. Kronos was okay. 10 out of 10. Yeah. There's a lot of 8s. Pygmalion was really messed up. They've all been really, really messed up. This has been a lot of little things. Yeah, Let's I see. agree. Six. So, to Dan, I think this is special. 10 plus 7 plus 8 plus 6 equals... Holy shit, is that 31? No, I think it's more than that, right? So this is our first over 30. Yes, I mean... So, it's on. 31, yeah. 31. Um, you, you've heard it here first. Juno's off to our spot. Fuck you, Juno. Fuck, fuck you, fuck. Juno. You are off the spot. This is from Ted and probably copyright. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you were trying to do Mr. Musical again. Um, wow, we've got our first over 30. Because Juno so was the top spot on 29. Our first over 30. We knew it was going to come. It, we knew one of these big boy myths yeah, like Hercules yeah. and all that was going to happen. And you know what? I knew as soon as number ten came from Lime Skills, that's where you, that's where most of the, most lose their marks. If you mm. know what I mean. Do you know what's really annoying? That it's not a multiple of twelve. Oh, but there is always next time no. on part two. So tune in next week where you can listen to uh, the second part of uh, Hercules's uh, uh, twelve labors. Um, did you enjoy the first part, Dan? I did very much. That was like I said, that was very quintessential Greek myth. That's what I like. That's what I wanted. Monsters and gods getting angry, and a guy who's—they're always uh, the the main heroes and protagonists in Greek theater. They're always a little flawed, and this Hercules is more flawed than I thought he was going into this. Yeah, I didn't realize that he'd killed his wife and his children. But I, think I didn't realize that he was a little bit of a dick. Yeah, yeah. But I think that really makes it interesting because you're not sure if you should root for him or uh, or be like, yeah, you will do these labors. Yeah, yeah. but. Um, if you do like this podcast, me and Dan have some labours for you, don't we, Dan? Yes. You don't know where I'm going to go with this, do no. you? Uh, so, uh, labour one. Follow us on both Facebook and Twitter at Miss Podcast. Um, you can find us on social media. Uh, do give us a like. Uh, if you do like this podcast, labour two, please can you um, tell a friend about it? Because uh, if you tell, uh, if you share on, on your Facebook page or you tell uh, a person about it in in your real life if you have friends um, I expect if you listen to this podcast you, that, you might be lacking that department a little bit uh, but uh, if you could tell a friend about this podcast if you enjoy it um, it'd be really good if you can spread the word uh, and also the third task Dan what is it? email us that, yes if you want to email us some stuff where? Uh, at uh, uh, misspodcast at gmail.com uh, and fourth one Give us five stars on iTunes, please. Uh, if you write us a little review, that, that puts us up in the charts a little bit. Please only give us five stars. Uh, if you give anything less, I will hunt you down and murder your family. That That's always going to be paid in court, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of things you say, I'm worried I will have to hear again at a trial. Yeah, I mean, like, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll see you soon. Um, we'll see you next week for Hercules Part 2. Dan. Yeah, let's see if we can, we can get these 10, 12, 12 labels in. Bye. Myths. 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 Myths.
fifth and sixth flavour. Um, send me and Dan some nudes. Is that okay? And no, I can't put that in the podcast, can we? <laughs> uh, so, uh, we'll see you next week, Dan. And there if... might be children listening, and then we're... <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, didn't think about that. <laughs> Don't send nudes, okay? <laughs> okay, that, that's, that's a blooper, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>